So I've got a little project going on here today and we're in my living room right now. Outside this window is my backyard and in the backyard is a large tree to which we have discovered there are five hawks living in. And of course I wanted to get some video and some photos of these guys and so I started to set up my gear and one thing I realized is I rarely shoot with telephoto length lenses. And all I have, I actually have three lenses, I didn't spend any more than $100 on any of these lenses. And they are old and they are cheap but they do work. Uh, right now. On on the camera, I've got my uh, Sony a7S and I'm using the Nikon 300mm f.4 and I've got some other lenses over here that I've been kind of switching in and out to. This is a Canon 200mm, this is an f3.5 and I've got another Canon 300mm f4 as well. these lenses are older and they were designed for 35 millimeter cameras but they are usable and you can get good results there are a few caveats that you're going to find with these mainly in distortions and how they resolve so what I want to do is go into Lightroom and actually show you some of the stuff that I've got and how you can get around some of these things and more importantly how you can create your own custom presets for lens calibration so come on over and let's have a look so we are in Lightroom right now and as you can see the 300 millimeter lens did get me up and close where I wanted to be with these birds and I kind of shot throughout the day the other day and as the sun moved um, some shots were a little easier to work with than others uh, you know this one the sun was pretty much setting and I got a nice light uh, some of these are backlit but more challenging than that was working with some of the distortions that you're going to find in cheaper lenses now with digital cameras and modern lenses oftentimes you have information that the camera is told on how to adjust for some of these things uh, digitally and so if I go down for instance in Lightroom to the lens corrections palette here it'll default into profile. Now these are manual focus lenses. They're very old and there's nothing that's telling the camera what they are. So you could see if there's a lens profile in here by enabling them, but there isn't for this lens. So I'm going to show you how you can make your own. Now there's no way to actually save them into that panel, but I'll show you something else you can do. Now first let's talk about the two types of distortion that you're going to want to fix. One is going to be actual image distortion and in wide angle lenses this is seen as barrel distortion and sometimes in really long telephoto lenses this is pincushion distortion. And so the easiest way you're going to find to to correct for this is on this if you go down here under distortion it's really hard to see on this image but negative three is about where this lens is set so what you want to do is get an image of something that's more grid like now this is quick and dirty and this is really not a perfect example for this it would actually want to get back further from this brick wall so I could see the grid lines a little more correctly but this is where you can go into this distortion tool and even when you mouse over it gives you a grid to make sure things are lining up as best they can and you can either compensate for barrel distortion or pin cushion depending on which way you move this slider now this is not a perfect example uh, because these bricks aren't exactly even and like I said I would find a wall and get further back from it so you can get more of the bricks in there so anything where you can see a visual grid and then you can make those compensation adjustments so my best guess three right here is gonna be negative three um, for the distortion now the other thing you're gonna want to correct for and I'm gonna go over to an image that's not corrected at all uh, this is as shot um, it, what you're gonna want to do is look for color fringing now color fringing is going to happen this is technically called chromatic aberration 
question. Um, rays of light come through the lens and they are narrowed down and focused on the focal plane. And so when you have an image in focus, all the rays of light should be exactly in focus to where your eye is going to recognize them as such. Now, what'll happen in cheaper lenses or less expensive lenses is sometimes the red, green, and blue light coming into the lens doesn't exactly match at the same focal plane. Uh, this is normal and it's very difficult to correct for. And that's why, um, particularly with telephoto lenses, you're going to get what you pay for. And in more expensive lenses, there are elements of the design within the lens to compensate for this and correct that. But these are very cheap lenses and you don't see that. So let me show you how you can correct for that. And it's pretty easy. What you're going to want to do is, first of all, this white balance is not correct. So I want to go in here. I'm just going to grab the eyedropper and we're going to grab some white on the bird there and correct the white balance a little bit, which is much better. And the next thing you want to do is I'm going to go ahead and zoom in. So if you notice around the bird's head here, do you see that magenta line? That's what the color fringing looks like. And there's two types. You're going to see that magenta line. And then there are spots in this image where you actually start to see probably down here on the tail, a little bit of green um, turquoise-ish fringing as well. And that's just, you know, a byproduct of what you're seeing um, through a lens that's not compensated for that. So easiest way to correct for this is if I go back down to the lens corrections palette here. You're going to see at the top we were playing with the distortion. Underneath where it says defringe, there's two ways you can do this. You can manually go move these sliders around or an easier way to do it is to grab this eyedropper. And what you're going to want to do is go in here and you're going to just pick a fringe color and Lightroom is automatically going to know whether this is going to be purple or turquoise. And you can see I just clicked it and it went away. And so let me undo that for a second so you can see it come back. And that's all I did was just go in there and it zooms in for you, but you want to just go ahead and and grab that magenta color and then see it automatically corrects. And you can see over here the sliders moved as well. Now what's really cool about Lightroom is that it also knows whether you were correcting for um, the green fringe or the magenta fringe. So let's go here and grab the eyedropper again. And I'm gonna go down here right where this tree bark is hitting. I've got a good sample there. I'm gonna go ahead and click that. And you wait a second for photo, or sorry, Lightroom to do its thing and it went away. Now you can go in here and get more specific by moving these sliders around. And sometimes you do need to play with the image. But when you have something that looks a lot better than what you started with, um, you basically have corrected the fringing. Now, at this point, I would probably go in and continue to do further edits with contrast and levels and all that stuff, but I'm not going to yet. What I want to do is I want to save this as a preset, okay? And if I go put more stuff in it, then it's going to bring all of that into the preset as well. So what you're going to do is go into the develop menu at the top of the screen. And at this point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say new preset, and it's going to say, what do you want in that preset? Really what I'm going to do is turn everything off in here because I don't want any edits that I've made other than the lens corrections. And I'm going to leave all the lens corrections turned on and turn everything else off except process version because it wants to know that. Now, one thing I'm going to mention too, you could go in and correct for vignetting. Sometimes, particularly wide angles, uh, will have more vignetting on them. Uh, you don't have as much of a problem with telephoto lenses. But this is kind of um, probably up to each individual user as to what you want to do. It's up to the photographer. Some people will go in and they will include uh, post-crop vignetting on here as well, and they'll try to correct for that. Um, I typically don't because sometimes 
that's visually kind of pleasing to have in the image. And so I, I don't mind if that's not corrected. But the big two ones for me are dealing with lens distortion and chromatic aberration. And so once you've done that, you can label your preset. And I've already done this, and I have one labeled under user presets, Nikon 300mm f4.5. And all I have to do then is select that um, when I bring up an image, and it will automatically adjust for the distortion and the color fringing. So that's a, a useful tip. And then you can go in and do even further work um, if you want to and, and, and get the image looking exactly how you want it. But this is a little bit different than a preset. Yes, I am saving it as a preset in Lightroom, but it is a lens profile that I have customized. So just a helpful tip on that for those of you who, especially if you work with manual focus lenses and older lenses, um, how you can actually go in and save those as a preset. If you guys enjoyed this video, please remember to like it, share it with your friends, and as always, subscribe to The Art of Photography and stay up to date with all the videos that I produce here. I'll see you guys in the next video. Later.